1: There aren't many places to get straight talk and honest answers about anything these days, but this is one of them, CarPro USA. Jerry Reynolds is the CarPro, a 35-year auto industry veteran and two-time winner of USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award. His sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, a radio hall of famer and the inventor of the slip-and-slide bath mat. Here they are on CarPro USA.
2: How you doing there? This is car pro USA, and I'm Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. I was in the car business for well over 35 years, owned a string of dealerships, started at the bottom, started washing cars when I was 15, and worked my way through and had a very successful career, sold them all in 2006 when the car dealership market was sky high, got higher after that, little did I know, but... Uh, At that point, it was a good time to sell because the financial crash came in 08 and 09 and just a lot of problems. So I got out at the right time and I've never regretted it. We've been on the air here helping people for 20 years. It was uh, 20 years last September, be 21 this September, and we've helped thousands and thousands of people make a good car buying decision, and I will do that for you if you'll give me a call at 800-926-7777. Our website, carprousa.com, and there you'll find all my car reviews for years and years and years, Uh, going back probably 10 years, I guess. I do videos with most of them, uh, so you can really take a look at the car I've got my FAQ page there. That's where you sign up for the newsletter at the bottom of the page that is always full of information and things that you need to know about what's going on in the world of cars. My trusty sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, and he is joining me now.
3: After you sold your dealerships, yes, the first year that you came upon Memorial Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day, and Christmas, Yeah. Did you still feel a little tingle? A little, I mean, did your body react because it was that the circadian rhythms were in line with the calendar
2: Memorial day, particularly that was our big weekend of the year. When I had my big Ford store, we were the number one selling Ford dealer in Texas, number two in the country. And we would put on a really big sale on Memorial day. And it was a real sale I stocked 3,000 new Fords at all times uh, around that time. 3,000? Yes. Sometimes it was more than that. Not intentionally, but <laughs> <laughs> that's car business for you. Uh, but, you know, if we didn't do on Memorial weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Monday, if we didn't do 100 cars a day for those three days, there was th- I, I wanted answers. Why, what? Whoa! 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 What do you mean? We he sold seventy-five on Saturday. What I mean, happened? It was it was a hundred car minimum per day for three straight days, and gosh, it was fun. I mean, it was just fun. I don't know what else to tell you.
3: It's got to be well, a hundred cars—that's ten cars an hour
2: for ten hours. Yeah, I mean, you just—that's just—that's mayhem. I had four hundred employees, so you have to staff up for you know events like that, but. You know, hundred car Saturdays were not uncommon, even without a holiday. But to string three days in a row of a hundred cars back to back, that was a big deal. But that was the big that was the big, uh, big weekend that we always did well. And then the last week of December, it was same same deal, hundred cars a day, uh, for the day after Christmas to right up to New Year's Eve, and it was. It, I mean, I look at. Dealers today that typically stock eight, 900, a thousand cars and they've got three on the lot, you know, it's just a different, we're just in a different, different time. time. Right yep. Let's talk to Russ. He's calling in Fort Worth, Texas. Hello, Russ. Hi,
4: Jerry. Thank you so much for taking my call.
2: You bet, buddy. Kind
4: of a little, I got kind of a little different call for you. I think I, I've listened to you for a long time. I've, I've got a situation I'm I'm getting older and so safety is the number one thing for me right now and I find myself drifting a little bit when I'm driving and so I'm, <laughs> I always drive a truck and so I I know that a lot of cars have the lane assist uh things you know with them yeah. and I'm wondering are there any trucks that have that I've never never seen or heard anything that uh, discussed on that
2: Yeah almost all of them the even the Ram 2500 that I'm driving this week and reviewing Which is not a super loaded truck. It's even got it. Um, All the upper line Fords have it, Um, and and I think of all the systems that I've reviewed. I think the Ford F one fifty Lane Keep Assist is probably the best. And what happens too many times, Russ, is it'll it'll what I call ping pong you. It'll if you're not paying attention, or you got your hands off the steering wheel, but you got the lane assist and the uh, <clears throat> the adaptive cruise control on, it's keeping you in the lane and it, and it's monitoring your speed and keeping you the same distance from the car in front of you. So, a lot of these systems are not perfected, and you'll go to the left, and it'll correct itself, but then it'll go too far to the right. And then it'll bounce you back to the left, back to the right, and three or four times until it centers itself. And the Ford doesn't do that. Um, it really works well. It's it's basically a self-driving truck.
5: Okay. And it's on, on
4: Chevrolets,
2: Toyotas, everything? Yep. Chevrolet. I would need to check on the Tundra, the new Tundra. I suspect it does, but I don't remember from when I reviewed it. Uh, six months ago or so, you might look at my review at carprousa.com. If it's got lane keep assist, I will have noted that. I just don't remember off the top okay. of my head.
5: All right. Sure. Appreciate you. Thank you.
2: Hey, anytime, my friend. If you'll talk to uh, Joshua Fichter, he's the GM at Five Star Ford in North Richmond Hills if you decide to go with the Ford. I've got Classic Chevrolet uh, in Grapevine. I've got Freeman Toyota in um, Hurst. Any of those places have been both all of them have been with me forever, and they're just really good guys, and they will take good care of you. I appreciate your call. Good luck to you, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, At our Facebook page today, our show Facebook page. I want you to go there and take a look at a picture of a 2021 Chevy three-quarter ton diesel truck that was in a tornado uh, back on April 12th in. Ennis, Texas, south of Dallas-Fort Worth. Um, the guy is our WBAP, our home station. He's their storm chaser. And he was chasing a tornado and got himself in a real mess. And I've got a picture of his truck after it rolled three times. And, and hit a tree. Hit a tree. Yeah. Um and it's it's interesting to look at to see this truck is just the top is just squashed down the uh, truck's a mess now we interviewed him this morning on WBAP and I've got the uh, the clip of that interview that we did and I'm going to put it on our Facebook page later today
1: every new car looks great but it has to fit you Get help before you buy or lease. Call CarPro USA, 1 800 926 7777.
3: On the list of the top (laughs) 20 selling. What are you laughing at me about?
2: Thinking, this is when you talk.
3: Yeah, <laughs> right after I hear the brum-tum-tum. On the list of the top 20 selling small SUVs, the poor old Toyota Venza comes in at number 20. 10,000 sales in the first three months of the year compared to the RAV4's over 100,000 miles, hundred thousand sales. Yeah. I know you like the Venza. I do. What did Toyota do wrong
2: with it? They don't have any chips.
3: Oh. It's they really, got chips for Rav fours
2: well they're yeah I mean they're gonna protect Rav four and they're going to re- protect Camry and keep them number one in their in their segments Even, so
3: the Vince you know. has never been that important to them
2: no no and, and it's a shame because it's a great SUV and when when they're available and when there's chips it'll sell like crazy again because it came out of the gate strong. And particularly right now, being that all Vinces are hybrids, uh, it would really be a seller right now. But if you only got so many chips, you got to pick and choose. You want to keep RAV4 number one in SUVs. You want to keep uh, Camry number one for the 17th straight year in cars. Uh, you got to push the new Tundra because they spent a ton of money developing that. So you got limited chips. You put them where you got to have them. They
3: could make a lot of money just building RAV4s, Tundras, and Camrys.
2: Yeah, no doubt. We have a rarity right this second. Yes. We've got a line open. Oh, my gosh. Grab it. 800-926-7777. 800-926-7777. Craig, El Segundo, California. Hello, Craig.
4: Hello. Thanks for taking my call.
2: You bet, sir. What can I uh, help you with?
4: We've got, we bought a uh, 2021 F-350 last July, and about six weeks ago, it totally died and wouldn't restart. It was 17,000 miles on it. Hmm. We towed it to Delray Ford because they said they could look at it right away. Uh, it took them a week to figure out what it was, and it ended up being the entire fuel system. So they didn't do a service request for over a week contacted the Lemon Law attorney because we went down and videoed the truck getting fixed and the entire fuel system was out. The fuel tanks were on the ground, there were parts everywhere. It was like a yard sale. Um, Lemon Law attorney wanted to wait to get it fixed. We got it back and five days short of when they felt that Ford would honor the Lemon Law stuff. Went direct to Ford, they've kind of blown us off. Offered a five hundred dollar gift certificate to help with the rental truck we got. We've got several other Ford trucks for builders, so we tow a lot and we tow boats across the desert. So we, you know, it's, this truck's no longer a factory built Ford. Somebody took it apart and was supposedly on the phone with Ford every day while they were trying to fix the thing. Yeah. Um, Lemon law attorney's recommending us to file a suit, thinking that Ford will just settle and give us some money and have us keep the truck.
2: They probably will.
4: But we don't have we don't have a lot of faith in the truck. You know, we tow big trailers for work and boats, you know, across the desert all the time. And
2: yeah. No, I get I it.
4: I wanted your advice.
2: <clears throat> California has got the most liberal lemon law in the country by far. And I have seen vehicles bought back in California that wouldn't be bought back anywhere else. And I've seen vehicles in California bought back for a whole lot less than what you're talking about. So I think Ford. We'll know they're going to lose the case if it goes that way, and they'll settle with you and do something else, get you another truck, give your money back, what, you know, just kind of whatever. How many miles were on it? 17,000, you said. Right. Okay. There are certain criteria that you've got to meet, uh, and I, I can't remember it because it's different in every state, but I have Googled uh, Detroit, I'm sorry, um California lemon law before and read it it's pretty lengthy uh, you might right. want to do that but if you got an attorney he he knows all this that's why he wanted you to get the truck back. it has to be out of service for a certain number of days supposedly you have to um, you have to have it in repeatedly for the same problem before they'll do a lemon law with you you know it's it's different but with a with the seriousness, of the case, if the attorney's good, this will get settled. I promise you. You're in the right place. You're in California.
4: What's your opinion on keeping the truck?
2: You know, I, I think it's it was somewhat of an anomaly that that happened. I've not heard of this on another single F two fifty or F three fifty Power Stroke. So, I you know I I'd probably. Give it another chance. I know you use it, and it's important to you, and I get that. But I I just think anything can happen to any kind of vehicle at any time. That's just the way it is. Good luck.
1: You don't need advice to buy the wrong car, but you can get free advice about what car is right for you. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
2: Bruce, Northridge, California. Welcome to the Car Pro USA radio show. What can I help you with?
5: Oh, want to thank you guys for doing what you do.
2: Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And that.
5: Uh, have a couple questions. Been listening for a long time. You you were talking a while back about a battery pack that can be used to jump a car. Yes. If I remember right, is that
2: true? Yes, that's true. I used it uh, during a ice storm a year ago in February in Texas, and it was uh, a lifesaver for me. The Halo Bolt. The, the Halo. In fact, if you will, Halo. at my website, carprousa.com, in the search box, just put Halo in there, and it'll pull up actually two articles that I've written. One was about how... The Halo and a Dodge Charger. No, it wasn't a Charger. It was Durango. Saved me. Uh, we were without power for almost a week. And then uh, also there was an article on must-have Christmas gifts, and it was in that list. And I give you the model number and the whole thing. It, it, it's $89, Perfect. and it's the best money ever spent. Perfect. And Amazon Perfect. carries it.
5: Yeah, I, I, want, I want to take it with when we go out on our boat trip because – Sometimes someone will leave a switch on in the boat, and next morning it's dead. Yes, I've been there.
2: I have been there myself. Bruce, we've got about a minute here. What's your second question?
5: First car uh, car question. Um, I'm looking for a sedan. I want a hybrid. The Accord, the Avalon, the ES, the Camry. What's your feeling?
2: Any of the Toyota or Lexus uh, models are fantastic. Best Hybrid system in the industry. Um, I love the Avalon. It is going away uh, after this year. Yeah, I agree. Camry. Camry is a great hybrid. The ES three fifty is a great hybrid. Um, I think I'd narrow it down probably to one of those two. You could do the Corolla, but it's pretty small. Um, if you use small, if you're wanting a bigger car, I mean, right now I think the Avalon hybrid's probably the best buy. On the market, and knowing that it's going away, they're not holding a premium on those. And I've got good Toyota dealers at my website under Find Your Car Pro. Uh, Just see what they'll do for you. Uh, I'd go with either the Avalon or the Camry, but I lean to the Avalon.
1: If you're buying your first truck or SUV, let Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro, help you. Call Car Pro USA at 1 800 926 7777.
3: Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA. I'm Kevin McCarthy. Jerry Reynolds is the CarPro. And after all these years of talking about recalls and how people would find out about recalls in our newsletter way before they heard from their dealer or the manufacturer in most cases, it's starting to take hold. The recall section of the newsletter is starting to get lots of clicks. There's been a lot of recalls. <laughs> this week, Mercedes, Nissan, Two on Tesla, one on Toyota, one on Lexus, one on Volkswagen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You can still get in to talk to me this hour if you call right now, 800-926-7777. I've got one line open. We'll get to you before the top of the hour. And we go to Michael in Bandera, Texas. Michael, welcome. Welcome. Hello, how are you? Doing good, pal. What's up?
5: So, I have uh, recently ordered a new F-250 diesel uh, King Ranch, and it's been built. It's supposed to be here next week. So, now it's time for me to get my truck evaluated. I have a 2011 F-150 EcoBoost, and it's got 187,000 miles. Okay. So, here lately, it's been having an issue where... When I accelerate, especially when I get over sixty going uphill, accelerate fast it misfires, my mechanic tells me that it's uh something with transmission, thirteen hundred dollar fix. Question is should I should I get that fixed or just go ahead and No, uh,
2: no don't don't get it fixed. Uh trade it in as is. Uh right now Is the truck clean?
5: Yes, I I just took it to the got uh, its bath and got it all cleaned out, detailed everything to uh, give it a better appearance.
2: So it looks good. Yes. Okay, a dealer will will probably resell that truck. They wouldn't normally because of the miles, but they're so the the trucks are just so short right now. There's a good chance that they will uh, they'll keep that truck and sell it, and they can. They can do that repair for a lot less than you can. Typically about half.
5: That's why yeah.
2: So That's why I think, yeah,
5: they did not know if they would go by that or go by the retail cost of it. No. They and,
2: when and the you When you appraise used cars and I was a used car manager for years, um when you figure out what you want to own the truck for and ready to sell, what we call front line ready, then you start deducting the things your cost on the things that you need to do to it to get it that way. So they'll, they'll take their cost off, which would be a lot less than what you would pay. Uh, And there's a nice, there'll be a a, somewhat of a tax advantage for you by trading that truck in because you're in Texas. Yes, sir.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you.
2: Hey, you're welcome.
3: Does a seller like him when he's trading his truck in and this thing that goes wrong only happens when he's doing 70 or something. Is he obligated to tell the dealership or the used car dealer? Nope. Nope.
2: Nope. Most people are honest and do, but he's not under any obligation to, he would be
3: morally, but not legally.
2: Right. He would be if he were selling it to a private party, but not to a dealer. It's their problem. It's their job to know, um, you know, that's the risk you take. That's part of being a dealer. I've lost, I've lost money on many cars. Um, I seen
3: fine. And then yeah, whoa.
2: I had at least three cases in my career of people who backed their car in manually pushed it backwards because the reverse was out and they didn't want me to know or me or whoever was appraising it. And so typically I had to get in the habit of if I saw every time I saw a car backed in, and I drove it forward, it was fine. I always put it in reverse when I got back, and I didn't do that the first couple of times. After that, I learned. People, people talk about car dealers, but I mean, mm-hmm. people would bring their car in in the rain, knowing there was a good chance we'd miss hail damage when it was raining out. I mean, I I, could, I had one guy. Accused me of, he said he had a diamond ring in the center console and it was missing. What? I don't, I didn't take your ring, pal. We got, we got in a pretty good squabble over that one. I don't mind telling you. Did you win? Uh-huh. I threw him out.
3: Oh, that worked.
2: I guess I wanted I didn't sell a car, but I got <laughs> rid of a jerk. And let's talk to Bob in Happy Valley, Oregon. Bob, welcome.
6: Oh, thanks for taking my call, Jerry.
2: You bet, pal. My pleasure.
6: Hey, I got a, I got an old 325i BMW, a 2004, that sat a lot. It's got like under 60,000 miles on it, about 56. Wow. Now, is that going to be worth, I keep hearing you talk about, you know, the used cars are worth so much now. Is it just too old, though, to really be up there with the, you know, like the 2015s and newer?
2: Oh, yeah. It, it's not going to appreciate as much as a late model car right now will will that a dealership can sell. That that's who's the dealers themselves are running these prices up competing with uh-huh. each other. But no dealer is going to resell a 2004 model. So, yes, it's worth more than it was, but it's not going to be one of those it doesn't fall into the $8,000 more than a year ago category.
6: Okay, I'm probably better. Well, My wife likes it anyway, but I just, I've been hearing, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to check. Would that be worth trying to trade it on something new or whatever? Yeah. You know, and it'd be something like a a RAV4 or maybe a Highlander, something in that area. Let me put it this way. It
2: it hasn't gone up enough to compensate you for what you'll pay right now for a popular SUV. You're going to pay a premium. Okay,
6: that makes sense. Okay.
2: You're going to pay a premium. Okay,
6: well, great. i I've just been wondering, and I've, I listen to you guys here and there, so I thought I'd give you a call.
2: Well, we we appreciate you joining us. We uh we certainly have enjoyed being in Portland. We haven't had a lot of, of luck finding great dealers up there. Uh,
6: yeah, I, I think I looked for a Toyota, and I didn't find no, one that was on your list.
2: Never found one that would that I could be comfortable working with. And right. I, I, I see I, that I thought, in, in areas like yours, Bob, where yeah. the dealers are kind of all spread out and they don't compete with each other a whole lot and so they they've mm. got it made I mean it's okay. not a it, some places LA is a good example uh, they're what I call over dealers there's too many dealers that sell the same cars too close together that's not oh, the case okay. that's not the case in the Portland area you guys are spread out. A lot more so
6: yeah the do, only one i saw was gresham ford yeah i saw gresham ford on your list
2: yeah she's been with me we've been on the air twice in portland we were on years ago and she was with me uh bess wills is her yeah. name the owner she is just a doll i mean yeah uh, they call her her, the, her
6: and her son do commercials on yeah. the radio
2: yeah she's she's widely known as the dealer with a heart and that is so true She does so much for the community. I appreciate the call. Stick with us. We'd love to to have you keep listening, and I appreciate you calling today. We've got a podcast going to be up in about 30 minutes, and all three hours are going to be up. Not just many of you only get two hours, but we'll have all three hours of today's show up. At carprousa.com click on the radio tab. You'll find it there along with the radio blog which has a lot of my true stories from a former car dealer that I've written. All right.
1: No matter how little you pay, the wrong car will be a bad deal. Call Carpro USA and get help finding the right car for how you drive. 1-800-926-7777. 926 7777
3: This big new Lexus from the rubber to the roof that you're going to test drive next week. That's going to be a really significant vehicle for Lexus, isn't
2: it? Yeah, it could very well be. Um, You know, when Toyota, when they dropped the Land Cruiser, a lot of people switched over to the LX. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this this thing looks spectacular. Uh, Quality was always there, but the GX and the LX both were really dated. I mean, really, yeah, just, you know, flip up third row seat and the seats flip from the side, you know, just Uh. really antiquated. Let's talk to Spencer and he's calling us from Houston, Texas. Hello, Spencer. Uh, Hello, Jerry. Good to hear you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your call.
5: I'm actually calling about, uh, I have a 2010 GL3, 50 Bluetech diesel engine with 114,000 miles on it. I recently got a, I guess you could say, a recall or Mercedes-Benz resettlement. They took it in, redid the entire exhaust. I just got it back, and now the turbos are going out. Just a money pick. So my question to you is, what should I expect to trade that used vehicle in with 114,000 miles on the diesel engine? and What is another SUV? I was looking at the 2017 Land Rover. It has a diesel option. Yep. Uh, What would be comparable? Would the Lincoln
4: Aviator be comparable to it? Uh, it,
2: Well, uh, yeah, it would, and I love the Aviator. It does not come – it's never come in a diesel. Uh, But there is a hybrid option, Um, but the vehicle is spectacular. I love it. Uh, my fear for you is getting out of a money pit and going to a Range Rover, which is also going to be a money pit depending on the miles. Oh, when you get, okay, when you get to oh, 75,000 and above on the miles, they really start to get expensive. And I've owned a dozen Range Rovers in the last 15 years, Spencer, but I never kept one over 30,000 miles for that reason. Really? Yeah. And they're great. I love them. Um, in fact, this is the first time in forever that I haven't had one. Uh, I switched over and got a Porsche Cayenne this time and have absolutely loved it. Uh, but And they're very reliable, the Porsches are. But the rovers, you're not going to have an engine problem. You're not going to have a transmission problem but boy just about everything else is going is going to go bad and you're going to spend a lot of money cuz they are expensive to work on and i know what and i'm talking what I'm about from experience GL3-5. but if 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 you could find an aviator that you know that's got a good clean history report autocheck.com is who i use if you can find a, a, a great aviator that's a fantastic vehicle and I would also, really, okay. I would also look at the Cadillac CT5. It is really nice. Um, I like it a lot. I'd probably go with the Aviator above it, only because the front seats are so doggone comfortable. I've never been in a vehicle like the Aviator and the Navigator um, that that have got seats as comfortable as as those two.
5: Okay, well, uh, Jerry, would you ever lean towards the GV eighty by Genesis?
2: Absolutely, if you can find one. That's that's the kicker. Oh, they are really short in supply, and the waiting list is long. If you put your name on a waiting list now, you won't see that car this year. Oh wow! Even with my connections, and I got some good Genesis dealers at my website, but I mean, demand is so much greater than supply. They, they just they just can't build them fast enough and they don't have enough chips. But it is a spectacular SUV. I will tell you that. GV80 and, and the new GV70 is wonderful too. It's just pretty much on the small side. And then one last one to throw at you. If you can find an RX350 Lexus, There's probably never been a better SUV made. I appreciate the call.
1: Sometimes selling your car yourself is better than trading it in. Jerry Reynolds can help you know which to do. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
2: Walter, Shiner, Texas, you're up next, and you're the last one for this hour, sir. How can I help you?
7: Well, I bought two
2: uh,
7: Nissan pickups, uh, in tw- one of them in December of 2019, the other in uh, December of 2020. Now, I had my son have the, the top-line Nissan, you know, with all the leather and the bills and whistles, but he couldn't make his payments, and so I had to take it back. And now I'm trying to sell it, trying to to unload it because I was paying $1,200 a month, and that's too much. I can't afford it.
2: Are these Titans Uh, or Frontiers? Frontiers. Titans. Okay. Either one Uh, of them a diesel? uh,
7: Both of them are the V8.
2: The Cummins diesel okay so how can I help is, you
7: is that, so, is that the problem at
2: the diesel no not not particularly um, yeah. resale value on Titan has never been very good um, oh. and I know that's not what you want to hear but it's a reality no. uh, um, but it's still worth something are you just trying to clear the payoff on it
7: Well, I cleared it to to make it easier for me to to sell it, you know. And it took me forty five to get it out. Yeah. And uh, the the largest, the biggest bid I've had so far is forty four.
2: I got a good good friend of mine, and I mean a dear friend. That's the general manager at Nissan in New Braunfels. His name is Don Mordecai, and I've known him thirty something years. Been on trips with him. Call him. He's at my website under Find Your Car Pro. Call Don. Tell him you talked to me on the air and see what he'll give for it. He'll stretch out if you tell him I sent you, and maybe he can uh, maybe he can help with this. Great guy. You'll love him to death. I appreciate the call.
1: Buy the wrong car, and what do you get? Heartaches. Call Car Pro USA to find the right car first. 1-800-926-7777.